Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Most of the 5 million refugees who fled Ukraine are women and children. Human rights monitors say they're sometimes exploited by sex and labor traffickers. So a Polish woman came up with a way to make the refugees feel safer. We should warn you this next story, which lasts about five and a half minutes, includes accounts of sexual abuse and assault. NPR's Joanna Kakissis brings us this report from Poland. When 22-year-old Anya Antoniuk arrived on the Polish border, one of the first things she noticed was all the men offering rides. She had fled Ukraine alone. It was night, and the scene made her nervous. It's an unknown, unfamiliar country, unknown man. You don't know the language, and you don't know what can happen at all. Then she spotted Ella Yarmulska, a tall, smiling woman who said, if you feel okay about it, you can come with us to Warsaw. Antoniuk followed Yarmulska to her car. There were me, a mom with a kid, and another woman. We talked about a lot of things. We even have an inside joke with Ella, and we started laughing out loud the whole car. <laughs> the inside joke was about Google Translate. That's how they communicated. But Yarmulska was relieved to see the women relax. You get this feeling that, okay, they can breathe. They feel they are safe. And then they fall asleep. So, you know, it worked. <laughs> Since then, Yarmulska has personally driven dozens of displaced Ukrainian women around Poland. And after posting on Facebook, she's also recruited many more drivers. The organization is Women Take the Will, or Kobiety Zakuko. Within, I think, first day, we had 150 women that joined. And I don't know, the word spread. Hello. We meet Yarmulska at the cozy cottage outside Warsaw that she shares with her husband and eight-year-old daughter. She tells me that she first drove to the border on impulse. I didn't know why I'm driving there. I, I didn't, I, I'm not even sure if I thought of transport. I think I was going there more to help somehow. She squeezed into a refugee reception center and saw it packed with Ukrainian women and children. And right outside, holding handwritten signs with names of Polish cities, were a bunch of Polish men. 20, 30 guys, big guys, by the way, standing together in a group. Most of the men were probably harmless, but she imagined seeing them through the eyes of Ukrainian women who had just fled violent Russian troops. It's about anticipation of the danger. That you think that what will happen, what is next? I mean, a second ago, they bombarded my, my town. They killed people. And now I'm supposed to go into a car with a strange man. A psychologist working with Ukrainian refugees told Yarmulska that she had heard how this could go so terribly wrong. The story that is literally heartbreaking. There was a mother with two girls, 10 and 12 years old. Uh, the, they were raped at Ukraine, all of them, Russian soldiers. They got into a car in Poland, and the driver tried to do the same thing. Joanna Garnier of La Strada, a Warsaw group that fights trafficking in Central Europe, has heard more reports of abuse. That women are kidnapped. 
that uh, women are luring to prostitution, that uh, women are in very, very dangerous situations. And it's not only men who can exploit the situation. Karolina Wierbiszka of Homo Faber, a Polish human rights organization in the eastern city of Lublin, says women traffickers also target refugees. Yeah, I remember even one situation. It's near to the bus station in Lublin, and I saw it by my eyes. It happened a few weeks ago, and it was late. Verbishka was passing out leaflets to refugees with tips on how to protect themselves against traffickers. And then she saw a suspicious woman trying to convince Ukrainian women to follow her. I remember that she was telling that she has 29 houses with everything prepared. When I called the police, she ran away. She says that so far, reports of trafficking are not widespread and that police now try to vet drivers offering rides to refugees. Yarmulska and Women Take the Wheel have also been okayed. (laughs) One of the first Ukrainian women who got into Yarmulska's car now lives with her. Nadia won't give her last name because she's worried about her family back home. She and her three children fled their home in the devastated northern city of Chernihiv a month ago. My daughter uh, is playing with Ella's daughter. They're like sisters now. They're jumping around. Garmuska kisses the girls, and then she resumes planning for a new expanded driving mission delivering a carload of supplies to Ukraine for female soldiers. I'm bringing them, I believe, 22 helmets and seven or eight vests and uh, about 5,000 tampons. And on the way back, her car was full again, with more Ukrainian women heading to Poland. Joanna Kakisis, NPR News, Warsaw, Poland. Support for NPR and the following message come from Bombas. Bombas makes absurdly soft socks, underwear, and t-shirts. And for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash NPR and use code NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Planet Oat. No deep thinking here. Planet Oat oat milk is rich, creamy, and an excellent source of calcium with vitamins A and D. Also, Planet Oat's unsweetened varieties have zero grams of sugar. Visit planetoat.com for more. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts, only from NPR.